Two dollar only, baby. Two dollar only. <laughs> you want to sound check yourself? No. No? <laughs> no? You're just going to sit in? Do you want a notepad? Do you want to take notes? No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't muck my note-taking, Don't muck my note-taking. All right. I take all mine on my, uh, on my iPod now. That's right, because you have a type thing on your on your iPod. Oh yeah, so overrated. No, it's not at all. It was voted gadget of the year by who? Uh, Beerschool.com. <laughs> Am I going to send myself an award? Uh, I think so. Uh, John, when are the dinosaurs getting mailed out? Any day. <laughs> Any day. God, there's a whole box of dinosaurs downstairs that somebody found. And they're like, "Hey, what are these dinosaurs?" I'm like, prizes. Uh. <laughs> oh, look, I made it yellow. Yellow. <laughs> you got it all the way to yellow? Yeah. Look, okay. see? You totally did get it all the way to yellow. <laughs> wow. Uh, where do we start with this? Well, you got to say that thing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say we start with uh, the most menacing looking one. No, that's the, that's the end. That's got to be the end. Okay. Okay, well, no, we could start with the menacing one. Okay. All right. You're listening to Beer School. We're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer. There's lots of beers to like. Some beer is made right down the street from where you live, and others have to travel halfway around the world just to get to you. Learn why beer tastes like it does, how other styles came about, and the next five things that you're going to try. The best part about beer school is the homework. The homework is beer. And that's the reason why people listen to the show. Actually, the coolest thing got sent to us the uh yesterday. Yes. There's a guy who drives a bus in Oregon. We're not going to say exactly where cuz there might his boss might be listening. But anyway, he sent us an email saying that he listens to the show while driving the bus. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> thank you, sir. For the wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. The wheels on the bus go round and round all day long. I'm sorry that's going to be stuck in all your heads now. <sighs> An earwig for the first time on yes. beer school. Uh, anyway, so we're going to start with a menacing beer. We don't have to finish this, uh, but anyway. So the idea is this, is that there's... Oh, it didn't explode. No, that's and a good sign. It didn't go over foamed either. So the idea is is that uh, we did a show. <laughs> we poor little tiny. <laughs> we did I think sh- it's a Belgian. We did a, sh- a sour beer on its own. Uh, <laughs> I want like half of that. Yeah. So we did a show. I think it was our third or fourth or fifth show, and it was called "Your Next Four Beers." The beers that we wanted you to try next, and it was a it was a pretty simple task. It was a it was a uh, Widmer Hefeweizen. It was a Guinness Stout. It was uh, some kind of pale and something else. Yeah, anyway, I'm amazed you remembered one of them because I wouldn't have remembered. I know it's. Well, you know, that's my that's my dedication to the show, is remembering all the shows. Can you name all sixty three of them? Of course. <laughs> Let me get my. Oh no, they're not on the. Uh, they're not on the thing. They're not on the thing. Um, anyway, long story short, Rockstar bartender, your next four beers, <laughs> Epiphany and now. Um, 
your father's organic. Organic. Your father's beer. I don't think we have to hop, do this. Hop crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could name all, all all of them. I still can't name all the breweries of Munich. There's seven of them. <laughs> Nine of them. However many there are of them. Anyway, uh, the idea is is that we're going to suggest the next beers that you should try. And uh, we have a wide variety of different things here. And so the very first thing, and this was actually going to be the last thing, uh, but the first thing is a homebrew. Okay. Try, find one of your homebrew friends and or uh, find your homebrew club in your in your neighborhood and go hang out with those guys. Go brew beer. Go drink the beer, and then try. You know, report back on what you think. You know, I got to tell you, Ugh. I don't. I, no, I. It doesn't taste as bad as it smells. No, yeah. the nose is awful. Yeah, the the nose has got a lot of stuff going on. But if you taste it, it's not bad at all. You just we need to put these in uh, in stangies. It you know if it's a if this is if this was literally trying to make a Belgian beer it came out really well but it's got a a lot of stuff going on in the nose that might make you go blind. <laughs> but no, the flavor's there. If you just keep your nose out of it, the flavor is fine. And if we knew things, we could explain what we're finding in the nose. If we knew, isn't things. that volatile organic compound? Oh, yeah, it's like. <laughs> well, it smells like rocket fuel, kind of. Yeah. It's got a, it's definitely got a, a a big, you know, big alcohol smell going on. Yeah. Um, it smells sweet at the same time. Yeah. But it's a nice, mellow, rounded sort of beer once you taste it. The taste is... Um, you know, this is a bottle fermented. <laughs> it's got to be. No, because it's got that... That weird pucker, uh-huh. like I don't know, I don't know the word. I, I would just call it weird pucker. Yeah, weird pucker. It's uh, you know, sweet tart sour, and uh, the carbonation is it's pretty foamy for what it is, but it's uh, little tiny bubbles, tiny bubbles. But no, the flavor isn't bad at all. You just have to get past the nose, which is really sort of overpowering. This came from my roommate's friend. Ah, he wanted me to try it out. That's where the best beer comes from. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's in the thing that's interesting is, and we don't know much about this beer other than it was suggested try it. <laughs> um, it's in a plastic bottle, which is there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and the 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 top is a Mister Beer top. So he either this is a Mister Beer kit. That we're trying out, or uh-huh. it's a uh, Mr. Beer bottles. The guy right. was like super lazy and goes, "Hey, I like this method of." I like the screw top thing. I like, yeah, it saves me time. It's not as hard to use as a crowner. It's. I still have my crowner from when I homebrewed. Why? I have my crowner and my hydrometer, the two things I didn't want to get rid of. Those, well, actually, the crowner is kind of cool because it's this. <clears throat> oh no, I've got the great big one. I, yeah. I, can, I can crown a like a one point five, like. Ooh. <clears throat> And you can also break the bottle. <laughs> I don't remember one. Honoré, what do you think? You're being silent. <laughs> I am. Uh, it doesn't taste bad, but the smell is awful. Um, I probably wouldn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> she knows how those things work. She's I know sitting she's a foot back from she's it for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to sound good. 
It's not so bad. You're listening to Intimate Strangers on KSDT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, KSTD. <laughs> Love that station. <laughs> I made the same joke so, before. <laughs> you know, this could be brew pub beer. It could be. And I could take you to that brew pub, and I swear that I'll serve <laughs> something that tastes just like this. <laughs> I know exactly what brew pub you're talking about. Yeah. It, it has that. It we, has, never, we never, we never, we'll never reveal. Yeah. We may take you there someday, but it, we won't reveal. It's it like when I, was, when, when I was confronted when I arrived at uh, our breakfast location this morning uh-huh. that, uh, that uh, where was the CD you were going to make us? And I said, well, every time I came here, I didn't hear any of the appropriate music anyway. <laughs> That's true. Yep. Um, and then my, my the question was, well, when were you here? And I go, well, you're here all the time except when I'm, when well, I'm, I'm here. When so I'm all here. you have to do is figure when you weren't working this week and connect the dots. Because I'm not going to name names. Connect the dots. I haven't played that game in a while. <laughs> That's a great make-busy game for kids, especially if you had to draw your own dots to connect. Yeah. I just made some dots to connect, but I'm not going... You want to connect them? <laughs> you made a circle. <laughs> I did not. You made a star. They're five dots. Yeah, I made a star. <laughs> and I numbered them. Wow, you do have a nephew, don't you? <laughs> yeah, he's not quite understanding the dots thing yet. Because the concept of numbers and sequence are lost on a what two year old? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And crayons? Crayons? Are they to draw with or to eat? <laughs> Either. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. exactly how they would do that. Exactly. Um. Okay. And uh, blocks in the hole are are not quite grasped yet. Well, you are related, so I can see how that could be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> What's our next? I won't. I. 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 Do we need to get the spit bucket? The spit pint glasses right there on the shelf. Where is that? Here it is. Next to the water. Gosh, it is. That's. Hey, that's an antique. You know, from the five year. Oh, you had a nice lump at the bottom of yours. I know. Well, that's because it got left. <laughs> it got forgotten and evaporated out and drained down to the bottom. No, no, no I'm saying with the, what you just poured in. It looked like you had life. Do you have life at the bottom? Yeah, there's totally life at the bottom of this. And I poured you first, didn't I? Yeah. Of course, that could just be leftover something else. I always wash these glasses perfectly after the show, John. No, the question is, is it... uh, (laughs) Is it life at the bottom, or is it just empty? Not clean glass. Okay, uh, kids at home listening to beer school, always make sure you wash wash your glasses. No, when I looked at all the glasses, the glasses all look clean. <laughs> That's the bear part of the thirsty bear. Yeah, this is a. Do you like a fresh glass, John? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this is pretty much got goo down on the bottom. Probably left over from the root beer show. Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, see, you weren't here I for that. Here for the root beer show, so somebody else did the dishes. Or didn't do the dishes, as as the case may be. I'm sad I missed out the root beer show. <clears throat> the root beer show was fun. We had kids on the show. Yeah, that's not coming out. Did you get some Magnolia root beer? We had we had uh, eight or nine root beers on the show. Uh, perfecto. <laughs> we had eight or nine root beers on the show, and uh, we had everything from uh, A&W to... Um, 
Hines, Hires, 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 and it turns out that I I did not I was in awe of the history of root beer. Mm-hmm. Like I had no idea that uh, Hires was the guy who invented it, and he was the the main the main guy throughout history. Did you compare it to sarsaparilla? Or no? Yeah, we had a sarsaparilla on the show. No, I actually liked the sarsaparilla. I thought it was good. Um, but one of the, the things about root beer is that there is no style defined. You know, there, so it's open to everyone's interpretation a lot like a pale ale is. Uh, well, and the, what I mean by that is that the it has to have, it has to taste like a root beer. It has to be biting and creamy and have to have those qualities to it. But um, definitely not something that's, uh, you know, there's no judging program. There's no... There's no uh, uh, great American root beer show. <laughs> the G-A-R-B-E-S. Yes. <laughs> um, so we're, we're broadcasting from there right now, right? Not even close. <laughs> <clears throat> All the cool brewers didn't go. <laughs> you know, I was. I have to confess. Uh, Wait, before you confess, what are we opening next? The Modelo or the other one? Okay, Modelo. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It could be your job. So, and uh, I open. You hand me the opener. I like to play with it. So we've we've had uh, we've talked about Modelo as being a beer that's gone really well with tacos, um, but this beer um, is brown in color, much much darker than normal Modelo, and a lot of people are gonna are who are from the from the uh, American beer persuasion are going to. Look at this and go, wow, it's really dark. <laughs> I'm scared of this beer. Well, this was uh, this is an example of the f- fleeing Viennese brewers going to Mexico. Exactly. Did I think? Did we talk about that on the last show or the show before? We talked about it a little bit on the last show. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, wait a minute, we've had this show on the show before. So anyway, that that little discussion prompted having the beer on the show again. It smells much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has a really good nose. And uh, believe it or not, it has the same sweet characteristics that the homebrew had. <sighs> My fucking phone. <laughs> Just ignore it; it'll go away. Yeah, I know. No, it's it's basically where are you? How can you uh, look at something? I'm like, no, I'm recording a show. <laughs> what, what ringtone is that? It's they might be giants singing. Call connected to the NSA. <laughs> Complete, complete transmission to the NSA. Sweet. <clears throat> Invading your rights for the duration of the permanent war. <laughs> You're making a political statement. <laughs> I'm not going to... Well, and the thing is, is that that phone is on AT&T, so it's way appropriate. <laughs> uh, so it's staying on there until the permanent war is over. Excellent. Much to everyone. My, my phone vibrates everyone. <laughs> until my, my personal permanent war is over. Call me back, call me back, call me back. <laughs> so this beer, you might find if you went into a Gordon beer, you'd find a beer like this. This is very similar to Mertzen. Yes, Mertzen. Uh, uh, and uh, this would also be considered a beer that you would have for Oktoberfest. Yes. A style like this. So, uh, yeah, it's very Oktoberfest-like. Yeah, it, it may be all, most all the uh, the Mexican beers are... are 
descendants of German beers. What constitutes an Oktoberfest beer? Uh, that it's served at Oktoberfest. There's no... That's all? Well, you didn't listen to last week's show. Oh, it's not posted yet. Uh, <laughs> um... Well, we had a discussion about how uh, the the Germans are trying to make Oktoberfest as a style of beer, uh, sort of Munich's own, because in Munich only the breweries that have operated within Munich for you know a billion years can go to can be at Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. Um, but sort of if you have the beer during Oktoberfest time of the year, it's an Oktoberfest beer because you're serving it at Oktoberfest. But calling it an Oktoberfest style beer is something the Germans are trying to protect now. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly from last That's week's correct. recording. We learned something on our own show. Because a lot um, around Cologne, or the city of Cologne, Germany, is technically the only place you can make a beer called a Kolsch. But a lot of people make Kolsch beers. But in Germany, definitely, it's, it's a protected sort of name. That if you're calling your beer a Kolsch, it has to be made in Cologne. Like a cognac or a champagne. Yes. Champagne, that's a good idea for a show. Yeah, we should do a show about champagne. <laughs> wow, that's spontaneous. Spumanti or sp- sparkling. Well, no, no. Spumanti is just another name for champagne. That they- it's a sweet champagne. Yeah. yeah. Osti <sighs> Yeah, it's, evidently that stuff is like candy. I don't know. I like it. It sounds cheap. It sounds cheap. It sounds fancy. Osti spumanti. Like you made it up. Like fine Corinthian leather. <laughs> spumanti. What happened? I don't know, it was probably wind. Wind. Oh, yeah, it's the wind. Oh, that's what they call it now. Wind. Yeah, it's not ghosts. <laughs> it's called wind. It was, re- it was really cool last week. Um, and you'll you'll hear it when the show gets up. There was a Santana cover band playing neck, literally right out the windows. That's awesome. Yeah. They were really good until they sang. The, the band was really good. The singer just really didn't. The drummer was the going off. He was really fun. Yeah. So what do you think of this beer, Motor? I like this beer. I, I like th- Negro like Modelo. This, this, this is a fine beer. Go the, lovely with a chicken mole. Go lovely with lamb kebab. And uh, Negro Modelo is something that is probably nationwide. Mm-hmm. You can get this everywhere. Yeah. Except in North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> I would not know. I don't know. I have, Well, somebody from North Dakota is going to write in and go, dude, I can totally get Negro Modelo in my store. <laughs> yeah, but we have to go over the border to Canada to get it. <laughs> Canada. Canada. Uh, 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 Canada. That's when Rush was covering Van Halen, right? <laughs> no, that would be a higher voice. Because Getty Lee talked higher, get it? Yes. Yeah. What is the capital of North Dakota? Bismarck. Bismarck. He's Bismarck. <laughs> he's not he's not he's not Grand Rapids. It's Bismarck. Oh John. What? <laughs> See, I want to drink too, but you're drinking at the same time. Oh, no, I'm not drinking. It's no wonder we got this glass. The label's on crooked. Lazy Belgian glassmakers. Yeah. Can you believe it? Okay. So was there coming in? Uh, somebody was coming in. Uh, uh, we have uh, we have some of the kids here. So I did hear the uh, the door rattling. Yeah, you did hear the door rattling. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Okay, sorry about that door rattling. Oh, yeah, oh no, no problem. No worries. We had phones go off, too. Yeah. It's, all, <laughs> it's, it's no big deal. You can sit in if you want. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, well, carry on then. Well, carry on. <laughs> Do what you're doing. <laughs> yes. I'm sounding like uh, Willie Brown. Willie Brown. He actually said that to me. Oh. <laughs> I have a picture with Willie Brown. I have a picture of you with Willie Brown. <laughs> you're taller than him, aren't you? Everybody's <laughs> taller than Willie Brown. <laughs> I remember walk, seeing him, and Hillary's like, "That's Willie Brown," and we like chased him down the street, and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, of course I'll take a picture." <laughs> Thanks for the camera. I'll take a picture. <laughs> he was looking dapper in his yellow suit. Yeah. What's he doing these days? Uh, he writes a, chronic, a column in the Chronicle, and I'm sure he's a lobbyist or something. It's radically on the news, Channel 4. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Before they turn out the lights at Channel 4. <laughs> wow, there's still a Channel 4. There's still a Channel 4. Well, they stopped <laughs> doing Barrier Backroads. Oh, did they? Yeah. Uh, See what happened why? I've been gone for four years? <laughs> why? Channel 4 has no money. Oh, man. Well, that's tragic. <laughs> Maybe they've covered all the back roads. Maybe they, after being on for 10 years, they you know, decided. When, when somebody pointed out, you've been to Guerneville twice, come on. You're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, exactly. Has Hugh Hauser been to Guerneville twice? <laughs> I imagine he's been on for just as long. No, oh, I think Hugh Hauser's been on longer. Oh, my God. He's, uh, P- he's uh, PBS in LA, right? It was it was public. I think it's a public station. It's, it's CBS. I don't yeah. know where it's centered out of. Yeah, and then there was the whole thing of Barry of Backroads. They had two hosts. They had Jerry Graham, and then they kicked him out. And then they got the the other guy, the hippie looking guy. Yeah, actually, he would be an interesting guest to have. But then they started the going places besides just random places around the Bay Area. Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> I did it? It's Bay Area. Yeah, yeah, Bay Area Backroads, not. Far away from the Bay Area. Not Bay Area. It's not called not Bay Area backgrounds. <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever watch the show and write stuff down and go, "I want to go there" and then do that? No, I can no. never. Never. You've been everywhere. Liar. Uh, really? Yes. You want to try this? You want to? You want to try me? Come on. The place where the jumping frogs go. Oh, that's yeah, not- that's Bay Area backgrounds. Okay. I, I would say anything within within four hours counts. Have you been to Volcano? An Indian grinding rock over there? Yes. Because if I say no, I'll... I'll... <laughs> I love Volcano. <laughs> have, you been to, have you been to Geyser? I've been to the Old Faithful Geyser. I've been to the Geysers. Have you been to the Petrified Forest? You know where we should... Yeah. You know where we should... You know where it would be really cool to go today is the top of Mount Diablo. Oh, yeah. We don't have a car. I know. <laughs> Collectively, between the three okay, of us, off the between, list. we don't have a car. We can take a cab. We can take a cab. Where are you to getting down. your scooter? <laughs> uh, we have definitely turned left. Have we? <laughs> yeah. It's because we're giddy with anticipation for the noisemakers later. Oh, that's right. Woo. We're going to go see the blue angles. They don't really fly on angles. They fly on curves. They make a tulip. They make a tulip. They um, make they make a, 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 a parent crashing. They make all the the, uh, the birds really excited. Poor birds and dogs. Is it time for our next one? Yes. I think that so uh, Modelo Negro Modelo goes good with uh, tacos, burritos, lamb kebabs, meat. meat. Yeah, definitely have it with meat. I would say it's not something to have with fish. No. no, it's definitely a meat thing or bigger the other, flavors. The other thing is that it would make a really good beer to do 
uh, cooking with. Okay. So you wouldn't, well, obviously you wouldn't put make a beer butt chicken out of a Negro Modelo, <laughs> right? Because it's in a in a in a glass right bottle. But you could put it in a can and make the chicken out of that. Exactly. Also, would make a really good reduction. Because it's it's got the the, the sugary <laughs> yep it's got the sugariness going on, so uh, there's that there that is there indeed. that is all right uh, we yep. should go to things that people aren't going to like now <laughs> <laughs> the that's uh, going with a hometown favorite I don't like it. <laughs> All right, so open that bad boy. <laughs> she doesn't like. She doesn't like it. So this is a beer, and this is on the list because this is even. This is a stretch for even me. I'm not. I'm not always tuned into this beer. Yeah, um, it has to be the right conditions, and I think that it's possibly too warm outside for this to to really really work. You just have to stand in the shade, pretty much. So we're in the shade. The lights are off. Um, this is Arrogant Bastard from Stone Brewing Company in San Diego. <laughs> and on the back, the very there's these little words, and I don't know how the Stone guys get these these letters on the bottles so perfectly every single time. But it's the first sentence is you won't like this beer. Well, dude, microchips are like screen printing. So if you can screen print a Actually, entire... Sorry, the first sentence is just an aggressive beer. You probably won't like it. I'm just correct. <laughs> it says it's quite doubtful that you have the taste of sophist- or taste or sophistication to be able to appreciate an ale of this quality and depth. We suggest that you stick to safer and more familiar territory. Maybe something with a multi-million dollar ad campaign aimed at convincing you it's made in the library. <laughs> or what? <laughs> or one that implies that their tasteless, fizzy yellow beer will give you more sex appeal. Perhaps you think multi-million dollar ad campaigns make beer taste better. Still up. <laughs> Perhaps you're, <laughs> you're mouthing your words as you read this. Nah, 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 nah. This makes it uh, convenient. You know, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of this style, but this is a good beer. It is a very good beer for what it is. Um, I heard they built a, brewery, a beautiful brewery off the profits of this oh beer. Oh my gosh! Because you you've been there, right? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Stone World or whatever. Stone. Whatever it is. Yeah, it's a it's a no Stoneland. Stoneland. Yeah, Stoneland. Beautiful place. Do they have a log ride? No, no but they have ducks and frogs. Oh, nice. Yeah. Ponies? And you can't ride the ducks or the frogs. Oh, so they're not really big frogs. No, they're not okay. big frogs. I don't think you want to lick them either. I, I saw know. that. I don't know. I what, saw that Family Guy. I don't know what's in that pond, besides the ducks and the frogs. Uh, probably flies. Koi. Yeah, there could be koi. I'm not koi. <laughs> no, I'm, I actually, I'm straight up. But <laughs> so, uh, sex appeal. Obviously, you know what? This is the problem. This explains all. I've been drinking the wrong beer. That's right. I should be drinking that very yellow, flat, foamy American beer. I think, from and, then what, I, and then I have people crawling all over me. What I heard is uh, we should be hanging out at the Gold Dust. Right, uh, we totally shut up last night. It was all like forty-year-old women who were dressed in the nines, and like they're all like looked really nice, and were there alone. There were no men. In, I mean, there were men in the bar, but. 
There were so many women. It was totally the place to go on a Saturday night. Was the band playing, like, bad Bob Seger sort of music? Oh, my God. They were playing a bad array of music. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they tried, like, Mac the Knife. And, like, <laughs> like they did some, like, kind of, like, 50s music. But then they, like, were all over the place. And then they tried, like, some 60s, some 80s, some, like, modern. It was just, it was bad. And between every song, there were, like, a bunch of blonde chicks right by the band. And every, between every song, they were like, oh, I got some blonde ladies coming to come talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it like Johnny B and the Camaros? I don't, I don't no, know. No, that's that. Uh, you mean Johnny Nitro and the Door Slammers, the house band at the Grant and Green? No. No, it's like it's like somebody in the Camaros is the, the, the name okay. of the house band at the Gold Dust. I, I think you're right, though. But I, I highly recommend the Gold Dust, but I recommend it on a Monday night because it's exactly the same. Yeah. I mean, Go with I think, it was, I, the drinks were good. Like, it wasn't. I mean, it's really close to all the theaters, which is why we were there last night. You know, it's a great place for a date because you take your lady to a fancy dinner at Tad Steaks across the street. Because <laughs> for my fancy dates, I'm going to go to Union Square. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, you could Tad- go to the um, to the uh, Cheesecake Factory. Yes. No. <laughs> but I do recommend if anyone goes to Union Square, which we took Ryan to last night for his first, it was his introductory elevator ride. <laughs> Go to the, the Westin St. Francis and ride the, the elevators. Is um, there a club up there still? No, no, it's just it's the the elevator I'm talking about. Oh. It's the glass elevator to all the yeah. hotel rooms. But it went really slow last night, which I, Hillary and Ryan are really glad about, but I was sad. <laughs> but it's a beautiful glass elevator. You can see all of downtown San Francisco and all of Union Square, and it's beautiful. <laughs> and if you go down and you're the only ones in there, you should go all the way up to the top and then ride it all the way down. I swear <laughs> to God, you think you're going to hit the ground. <laughs> at some point, it like enters the building again, <laughs> yeah. and it's just blackness. <laughs> <laughs> and people scream every time. <laughs> By people, I mean Hillary ride. <laughs> I can believe that. First elevator ride. Well, not I thought first, that was no. You you really did first elevator ride. I no, thought you. I thought it was a air quotes for something else. Oh no no! I meant, <laughs> I meant an elevator ride. <laughs> oh. Yassi took us. Yassi was like, just go ride the elevator because she was taking a long time, and we're like, what? What? <laughs> and she's like, go ride the elevator. Trust me. <laughs> so we did. <laughs> it was like the best thing we ever listened to her. <laughs> Sometimes, no, sometimes she speaks the truth. <laughs> I think she speaks the truth a lot. Yeah. No, the uh, the Bonaventure Hotel in downtown L.A. is the opposite. You're inside the building in the lobby, and then the glass elevator shoots out through the roof, and then they're on the outside of the building going up to the hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. So it's like Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Uh, Space Needle in Seattle has the outside elevator. Yeah. The Space wh- Needle is expensive, though. Not if someone else is paying. Well, I didn't have anyone else paying for me, so I didn't go because I was like, 30 bucks to ride the space elevator. That's what I, that's what I said. 30 bucks? Then it was my 30 bucks. <laughs> no, there used to be. Uh, See, you should have hung out with me back then. I should have. Free elevator ride. <laughs> Free elevator ride at the Space Needle. <laughs> Air quotes. Elevator. Uh, ride. No, there used to be, there used to be a, a, a disco up on top of the uh, St. Francis. Club Oz, I remember at some point, was. Uh, it was all like green. I would like, like to have a drink at the top of the mark because I've never done that. It's I've never like done that fun. either. I've where been up there. Go? No, the place you know where I take the special ladies is the top of the Marriott. Yeah, the jukebox. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. It is. It's it's an amazing view. And it, you, if you ever want to like not see anyone, go to the top of the Marriott, and then pretend you're a tourist and start talking to the tourists like you're a tourist. It's a lot of fun. Have you been to the Fish Wharf? Have you been to the the, the Bay Bridge? Because we walked across the Bay Bridge. You mean the Golden Gate Bridge. I, that's what I meant. Yep. 
special arrogant times. bastard. So um, let's see what what this do we know? This is probably sold everywhere now. It's practically everywhereish. Not is, yeah, this is not North Dakota. Not they can't sell it in Louisiana because it's too big. Okay. Because uh, Louisiana has a no bigger than this, no taller than this sign on the on the entry to the state. This is a big y'all y'all. This is a uh, what? How many? Uh, seven two, seven two. Yeah. So it's it's point two bigger than what's allowed there. Oops. Oops. <laughs> well, and as and as thick as this is, and thick. That's just a that's just the way to describe it. Uh, it tastes like it's more alcoholic. Yes. Like it should be around 10. Well, it's sort of darker roastier rather than sweeter. Yeah. There's two versions of this to check, to look for. One of them is Oaked Arrogant Bastard, which is aged in oak barrels for 10 seconds at least. And the other version of this is, uh, is the... Uh, it's smoked. Is it smoked? There's two other versions. They've 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 branched it out to try to to make some other versions. But I tried both of them when I was down in San Diego for the craft brewers conference because they were everywhere. They had this beer and all of its variations. Well, this is a good example for somebody who wants to try sort of a bigger, poppier sort of beer. If you can't find other stuff that we always go on about. This is probably going to be around it. Exactly. The, you know, Minnesota version of BevMo. Whatever that is. I'm going to say that... First thing you want... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm forming the thought. It's it, The beer tastes... The best way to describe it to me is that it tastes confused. It tastes like it wants to be an IPA. It tastes like it wants to be a Imperial Stout. It tastes like it wants to be a Angry Porter. You know, it's like it got all these directions that it's going. And it's not any of those. It's just... An Angry Porter. An Angry Porter. This bag's too heavy. You expect me to carry this bag? I've been carrying bags all day. You carry this damn bag. <laughs> That's an angry porter. <laughs> You're not laughing as hard as we are. <laughs> Drink more. Well, there's more. We get funnier. <laughs> there's home. There's the homebrew. We we haven't touched that. We did touch the homebrew. I, I know. I'm just saying. There's more. Okay. Yeah, so if you're not good, you're going to get some. Exactly. <laughs> but all the stone products are very good. You could, If you're looking to try your next beer, you could go eeny, meeny, miny through any of the stone. I've got a secret code word I'm going to use on the air. Okay. 17 Holgate. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what that means. It's the bus you take to get to uh, Hair of the Dog in Portland. <laughs> Yeah, the bus driver's going, dude, that's right. <laughs> we got a little quiz. Who knows all their Portland bus lines? I'm sure that guy does. <laughs> he's probably he's probably like going, whoa, they talked about me again. Oh, oh don't crash. Wouldn't it be freaky if you drove the 17 hole gate? Oh, that would be weird. I remember the old 12 Sandy when he used to take it in from the airport past all the Vietnamese restaurants and strip clubs. Now they have light rail. <laughs> I could go for some Vietnamese food. <laughs> yeah, it could be good. You know that there's the there's all those places around that make sandwiches for three bucks. Yeah, Vietnamese sandwiches yeah. or just sandwiches in general? No, no, just Vietnamese sandwiches. 
And they have chicken and pork, and, you know, it's got carrots and cucumbers and... <laughs> Lee's sandwiches up here. What? In the Bay Area. That's the chain. I mean, there are multiple oh, yeah, Lee's. places. Yeah, Lee's Deli. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, I don't know if they have those sandwiches there. I don't think they're three bucks. There's some place that... They have them there. There's some place that be squares by on, like, Larkin or something. Yeah, on Larkin. Yeah. I forget what it's called. I went there once. Not impressed? Not yeah. impressed. Yeah. No. Clearly not. I like the food food better. Yeah. Excellent. Well, anyway, Arrogant Bastard. Oaked Arrogant Bastard. Barrel-aged Arrogant Bastard. Smoked Arrogant Bastard. Negro Modelo Arrogant Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's called blending. <laughs> Negro arrogant bastard. <laughs> what? My nephews, when they were visiting, they would like blend everything in their cup. And it would just be gross. Like they would blend some water and some Coke and some Pepsi <laughs> or some like root beer. Um, David, when he went, we, we had root beer floats one night and he melted all of his ice cream in the microwave and then he like mixed stuff in with it. And we're like, uh, oh, okay. How old are these kids? Uh, they range in age from six to 14. There's five of them. David is. 10, 12. He's 12. Sadly, I missed meeting all of them. You would have been their tree to climb on. I kid you not. Oh, right? I know. I, I attract children that way who think it's... Kyle babysat them for like a couple hours, and as soon as he walked in the door, they'd never met him before. They just started climbing on him. They opened the door for Ryan, too, and I yelled at them, and I'm like, you don't know what Ryan looks like. Why are you opening the door? <laughs> He's and a new like, toy. Because he has flowers. He must be coming here. <laughs> Ridiculousness is that he didn't ring the doorbell, he didn't knock, he didn't do anything, he just opened the door for him. And I was, I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> I wasn't ready, I wasn't ready, I wasn't ready. <laughs> this is the big city, children. I know, you don't open the door for strangers. You don't know what lives in the park. Land shark. Land shark. <laughs> What's a land shark? Land shark. That was uh, <laughs> like second or third season of Saturday Night Live. Oh. And, um, uh, What's a land shark? <laughs> wow, you are very old. Yeah, it was it was from before you were born. <laughs> there was once this comedian called John Belushi. <laughs> I know who, who was Land Shark? Was it Ackroyd? I don't know. It was somebody in a shark suit. There's a great story in this uh, this week's Onion about uh, the EPA shutting down a, a ghost busting operation in New York City. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I can't believe they're thinking about making another movie. That needs to just stop, I think. I love Ghostbusters, but I just, I'm afraid it's going to be like Indiana Jones 4. <laughs> Where they've nuked the fridge? Well, I think I think Bill Murray is brilliant. I do, too. I think Harold Ramis is brilliant. And Dan Aykroyd's pretty good. But, uh... They're thinking about adding a girl Ghostbuster, you know? Ooh, hot. The Anna Frio, Frio, whatever the one from Pushing Daisies. The, anyway, I don't have the TV. Neither do I. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Because when the when when the boys moved out, they took the cable with them. Yeah, and they left their TV on SAP. <laughs> SAP. What does that mean? It's uh, it's, it's the alternative it's, language. So yeah. most of the time it's Spanish. Sometimes there's no sound on channels. <laughs> <laughs> So I've been watching, yeah. So whatever like TV shows I do watch, they're in Spanish. Really. <laughs> it's a good thing I took Spanish in high school. <laughs> I watched. I was going to say it's good thing you grew up in East Side San Jose. That too. <laughs> I watched for no reason the thing in Spanish. Bueno. 
Can I tell you that uh, Simpsons in German, even though I'm not following what's going on, sounds really funny? <laughs> and there's also, uh, I don't know, because I haven't seen it in a while, but there's a German David Letterman. And I found out that it's actually, it looks, this guy looks like David Letterman. His set is, I don't know where it's supposed to be in Germany, but it looks like David Letterman's set, but with a different background. And he does the whole, he, do, he is David Letterman, every one of his mannerisms. Exactly. He's a German doppelganger. Yeah. Does he have the bald Paul Schaefer dude? Yes, he has a Paul Schaefer. I'm does sure he, it's on YouTube. Now, does he but throw? Does he throw? Yeah, yeah. His he cards throws a card. It's like and, it's like all. It's and completely it shatters. Dead. Yeah, and I was talking to somebody, and they said, "Yeah, it's it's a David Letterman sanctioned show." Is it worldwide pants? But I didn't get said, all the way to the end. Wow. Because you know they had the German bad comic on, and I didn't think that was. You know. He was that funny. I'll hop on that YouTube thing, kids. I've got YouTube in my pocket now. I just flew in, and boy, are my arms tired. I will be here all the week. Yeah, German comedians are always funny. Oh yes, I'm uh, Hamburg on, on Mittwoch and uh, and Hanover on Donnerstag and uh, Berlin on Freitag und Samstag. <laughs> Jawohl. <laughs> I don't know what you just said, but that was pretty funny. Thank you. You just named cities. I named cities and days of the week in German. <laughs> See, that's why we're so good on the show, because John loves stupid jokes. And I love making them. I love that joke. <laughs> okay, speaking of joke. Uh, the German beard open? But I do have a Belgian beer to open. Ah, so we're opening the old geese next? I do believe so. Unless you want to... Oh, no. This is... is, Ooh, fancy. Yes. This is preparation for the champagne show. Oh, have you guys ever had a green green wine? Oh, yes. Where it looks green. It's like a white, but it looks green in the glass. It's like a sparkling light wine, but it's green. Nope. Has a little bit sweeter, a little bit more delicate of a flavor. Never. Well, I'll try and find one for the champagne show. Okay. <laughs> Boy, you know that show's going to be a party. There's everybody's going to want to be on that show. I'm coming. <laughs> I, I know you are. You're totally invited, but lots of other people are going to be wanting to be there. It's my irrational fear of of cork, of cork. So the next beer that we're going to have is a goose Here. beer. Just. Oh, wow, it's not as easy as I thought it was when I said, you incompetent fool, hand me that bottle. (laughs) I didn't call you an incompetent fool. Oh, but that was the intent. (laughs) Good job. did it, jerk? (laughs) Jerk, you're the jerk. (laughs) I'm going to tell your mother you're being rude. Oh, children. (laughs) All right. So goose beer is. Why did I do that? that it's made out of goose. It is. It smells sweet. This was bottled on November thirtieth of two thousand five. Now, typically, these beers need to. They're they're not good when they're very young. Yes, like children. Yeah, they need to grow up a little bit. Yes. 
like most of my friends. So a couple of things about this. One of them is is that it has a weird nose. So if you're used to drinking something like a pale or an IPA or a Budweiser or something like that, uh-huh. uh, this you you're, when you smell this, you're going to go, ah, what is this? Except this smells really good. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's some honey going on. So this is uh, the flowers. Trey Fontaine, just to make okay. sure you know, we get our plug for the good people. Trey yeah. Fontaine, and it's in a it's in a littler bottle, not a not a bomber, uh, which is actually good when you're trying to. Uh, let's see, we did a we did a uh, tasting at Tornado because Tornado's like a beer festival 365 days a year, and they have so many different kinds of beer there that you can actually. You know, do a, a session based on on just one beer. So uh, we were going through the bottles of Goose or Guz, 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 however you want to pronounce it. Uh, and there were I don't know five or six of them. The bill at the end of the night was like almost two hundred bucks <laughs> <laughs> for for the for the beers that we had. But what a what a uh, what an experience! So these beers are spontaneously fermented. Uh-huh. They, uh huh. They're brewed in the brew house. They're left open for a while. Uh, and the crap that's in the ceilings and the air and in the dirt and in the everywhere kind of, you know, the magic swirls around and in the and uh, and gets into beer. And that's where uh, that's where the fermentation comes from. So it's as uncontrolled as possible. But because they've been brewing beers in those locations for centuries uh the beer kind of has that consistency uh because of the the house yeast right the the yeast that i mean i could probably do a really nice goose in my apartment with all the dust but um oh that's really good (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry that's just all all of the uh the lovely things that people say about trey fontaine are not lies no they're not that's awesome actually well this also with the the nose for this beer as opposed to the nose of our first beer yeah it's it's an odor that in life uh, you should probably say I shouldn't be putting that that smell in me. Nope, um, for lack of a better term. <laughs> but um, it makes for delicious beer because it's, it it's 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 cutting and sharp and. So this is not a sour beer, but there's notes of sour in it, and those notes are boom. Yeah, it's a technical term. The thing that happens. The thing that happens is, is that the very first time that I tried a goose beer, I was not happy. Made the bugs money face. Didn't want to drink it. Had had like, why did why would anybody make this? And you know, now I'm sitting at the bar ordering two hundred dollars worth of stuff. Twenty five bucks. That's a deal. Give me two. Yeah. Can I? <laughs> Hey, come over here. Try this, you know. And we're sharing these beers that, you know, practically no one else is gonna, gonna at, at the, at the session was gonna like. Right. Um, but this is a, you know, over. It's kind of like eating uni. Do you know uni? No. Uni is get uh, thee to a sushi bar. Yes, get me to a sushi. <laughs> bar. Yes, get your two. Get to a. You lived in San Diego and you didn't. I like sushi. I don't know what uni is. It's um. <laughs> Uni is the most challenging of all uh, things to eat next to blowfish. So a blowfish will kill you if you if it's prepared the wrong way. 
No, I don't know the Japanese word for blowfish. It's probably the same as kill me. <laughs> uh, uni is. Uni is. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uni is sea urchin. Oh. You know those big spiny things? Yes, I know what a sea urchin yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, for the people that don't know what a sea urchin is, they're generally black and they have spines all over them and they roll around to get from place to place. Why does we have a homeless person in my neighborhood? <laughs> they, uh, oh, wait, no, wait. I'm going to take that one back. Reminds me of a Raiders fan in the tailgate uh, after the game. <laughs> so, so the spines have have hooks on them. So when if you get if they get stuck in the, whatever the fish the 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 predator or whatever the spines aren't coming out anytime soon. And uh, then if you if you actually get stuck with one, then you kind of have to have a microscope to go in and make sure that you get all the the bits out of them, out of your finger. Wasn't me that got that got poked, but somebody else. Somebody else. Interesting. And the thing was is that we were smashing the urchins so that the fish would eat them because that was kind of cool. But he didn't get the concept of <laughs> not why. for the urchins. The urchins. <laughs> You know, there's a reason why there's no limit on on catching urchin. No one cares. No one cares because they they just breed like whatever. They it's like wild boars. Like wild boars. They must be bored. That's why they're wild. And <laughs> yes, yes, John Foster. That's uh, true. Anyway, so so this I would compare this to eating uni, aka urchin. And uni is either very very good, um, best best served. Uh, nearly alive. Nice. Yeah. What does Ooh. nearly alive mean? Like freshly dead? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it means that it means that there was a live one in a tank, and they pulled it out, and they broke smashed it, o- it, smashed it, or broke it open, and uh, that's what we're eating. Hmm. Right? Freshly. Do they have freshly alive? Do they have urchin hammers? Uh, uh, stainless steel urchin hammers at William Sonoma? I don't think they have stainless steel <laughs> urchin hammers. They probably do it at a really good uh, Japanese cookware store because I'm sure there's a tool. There's a tool for everything. Let's go to Japantown and find out. We can buy some strange gum. We can look at all the different kinds of sushi restaurants and figure I out which one's the best. Kosher, um, that kosher market over in the Outer Sunset, right? Like no. over by like 29th. No. Anyway. I went over there with the kids when we were walking in the park, and so I told them all that they could get one candy, and so they all did. And then Grace, the smallest, the entire time in the park, she got bazooka gum, but it was in Hebrew because it's a kosher market. And so she was like, what does it say? And I'm like, I don't don't speak Hebrew. (laughs) This is not an adequate answer for her, so she asked me like every five minutes. (coughs) It's words. You know words. Tell me what they are. You're making it up, so I don't know what these words mean. Was it Bazooka Joe, or did he have a different name? I don't know. It was in Hebrew. Oh. Oh, with all the squiggly letters. How did you get Hebrew <laughs> gum in Japantown? No, you're not listening. Outer Sunset on 29th. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. I'll give you a dollar so you can pay attention. <laughs> can I have my dollar now? <laughs> <laughs> I made a dollar last night. You guys huh. should go, though. It's really cute. And they have Napoleon cake, which I adore. And they have vodka cakes and stuff. What's Napoleon cake? Oh, my God. It's heaven. It's a <laughs> it's a layered cake. Um, I've, so previously, I'd only had it in like Russian and Ukrainian um, restaurants and things. So I think it's like Eastern European. I'm, I'm guessing. I don't actually. Does know. this cake get imported from Eastern European countries? 
I don't I don't know. I had it in a restaurant in San Diego and and they made it on site. Oh. And then a friend's boyfriend made it and he also made it so it was homemade. And then this place has it and it's frozen in package. I don't know where they get it. I don't know if they they just freeze it on site or if they actually import it. But they're really tasty. They're, you should try one. Napoleon cakes. Um, you need to go to the Cinderella Bakery then on like Sixth and Balboa or something. I need to go because they have honorary cakes, and I would like one. <laughs> Do you know? I'll re- I'll remember that for five days after my birthday. Okay. <laughs> Why are we having this? It's an honorary cake. Do you I think know? I'm going to get it in May though on my Saint Day because I'm not really into that, but I think it's like an appropriate time to have a cake. <laughs> What's Sink Day? Sink Day. Oh, I think you said Sink Day. I'm like, what is Sink Day? Where you go by a sink, obviously. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Do you know what happens when you drop a bomb in a French kitchen? I didn't see Ratatouille. You get linoleum blown apart. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's actually much better than your usual jokes like that, John. I gotta tell you. Much better. Well, she said Napoleon. She started it, so. I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we think of this beer? I like it, but my my problem with goat's beers all the time is if you have too many, your stomach turns sour really quickly. Exactly. So I do what any respectable sorority girl would do is run to the bathroom and throw up after drinking it. Really? No. <laughs> You know, unicorns. Um, the unicorn meat tastes like a lot like cal- a lot of calcium because it keeps drawing the calcium through the body to grow the horn. Exactly, the calcification process of the of the horn growing. Yes, <laughs> the joke never gets old. It's true. Well, it's because uh, like a, a a gigantic steer, those horns are more like fingernail material oh, yeah. rather than a solid spine of calcium coming out of the forehead so that's why it's not applicable to uh to steer speaking of calcium there was in the new onion and if you haven't there seen, was a story about how the epa busted a ghost busting operation. no that's well i don't want to talk about this story i want to talk about the story of <laughs> i want to talk about the story uh the newest onion they did in the in as if it's 1873 i have seen that it's brilliant Brilliant. The, brilliant. The uh, the mule deaths on the front page, the top-selling books on the back page, and the what was the one that was cracking me up yesterday was, uh, oh, the recipe for salt cake. Nice. Yeah. It was basically, it had salt, butter, salt, and one blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> And if and if you didn't have the suitable fruit, you could substitute it with two pinches of salt. Ha 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 It made me laugh at the time. One uh, more and call it a day. Uh, yeah. I know what I want to open. Well, I know what I'd like, and I I know what I'd like to open, and those are two different beers. Well, we have three beers that are possibly low. So, how are we on time? Uh, we have 22 minutes. <laughs> All right. Oh, we could do two beers. <laughs> no, I just want to do. Well, if we're going to do one, I know which one I want to. What I which okay. one I want to do. Okay. Which is the blue bottle. Okay. The mid. Ooh, it's nice and cold. Fancy. First, we have to get the. Uh, it's a very sleek bottle. We have to get the. Uh, this thing off. Are these corked and waxed and? 
I have no idea. So this beer um, could have been on the Weird Beer Show, uh, but I didn't think that was actually appropriate for it. And uh, I don't know how. What, I think this is corked. Okay. If it's corked, possibly. I guess you have to do it because I don't know how to do it. I'm in calm. <laughs> So this is a so big and manly motor. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, it's fake cork. (laughs) All right. No. So um, this is Sam Adams Triple Bach, and it's in a expensive blue bottle. Uh. Let's see. It says that it's there's only eight and a half ounces in this little bottle. Yeah, it does. (laughs) (laughs) Is that really a good sign? (laughs) Beer doesn't turn bad. Wow, it's really dark. Looks like teriyaki sauce. (laughs) It's really dark. On a scale of one to dark, you're right. It looks like teriyaki. (laughs) Do we have some wasabi? It smells like teriyaki. (laughs) It does. The cork does. Oh yeah, it does. Somebody somebody uh, drained your bottle and filled it full of Kika Man. <laughs> so this is not brewed this is not brewed um, at Sam Adams or at Boston Beer Company. It's under arrangement under special arrangement uh, at Ceres, California. Ceres? Yeah. C R Yeah, C E R E S. It's yeah, in the middle Ceres. of the Central yeah. Valley. And uh, this is an ale brewed with maple syrup that explains the the, sweet the dark the dark sweet smelling uh, going on. Thank you. The bottle's kind of cool looking. I have to say that. That's interesting that they make this in series. Well, it smells like barley wine. You know, when we take the train to Fres, yes, I think we go. By I don't think series. we go. I don't think we go through series, but we're going near series. Okay, so if you happen to Where do we go in par- near parallel? Uh, near parallel, I think. So be careful with this beer. Um, if you're gonna tar- if you're gonna seek this beer out, this triple Bach from Sam Adams, uh, this is something that you want to have a lot of people around, and I think small little tastes, because not everybody's gonna dig this. It smells like teriyaki sauce. <laughs> I want to cook with this. Yeah, we want to do a reduction. I will. Yeah, well, this is the thing is, is that this is like twelve bucks for one of these bottles. It's a small bottle for twelve yeah. bucks. It doesn't taste like teriyaki sauce. No, it doesn't. It, uh, <laughs> yeah, talk about bugs. It's a good food. flavor, but it's like, uh. yeah, no, it's a. Uh, it definitely needs a, a side something. It needs a cheese to go with it, or a chocolate to go with it, or. A, Strawberry I, or something. I would like to, and I rarely do steaks because I, strange thing. Steak seems like an easy thing to make, but I'm no, never happy when I piss off a steak. Yeah. I would like to take a steak and throw it in this. Oh yeah, and then throw it on a on a grill. It's a beautiful day for a barbecue. Mm. Let's go get some meat. Um, we can't barbecue at my place because <laughs> there's no table. Uh. <laughs> 
No, because you can't barbecue on the roof because we have a wooden deck above the roof. And if any sort of ember or coal fell through, it could smolder unseen until the building burns down in the middle of the night and we all die. Yeah, I don't like that plan. Yeah, I don't like that plan either. I don't like that plan. I mean, you can take a barbecue and do it on the sidewalk, but then that's, you know, that's a little too urban for me. So I just have to rely on the kindness of friends who live on the other side of the bridge where you can barbecue things. So let's talk about this style for just a little bit. So Bach beer, what do we know about a Bach? Uh, it's made from all the scum at the bottom of the barrel. It is not. <laughs> I am I'm in charge of disinformation here at Beer School. I do not like that. Bach is a, is a, a strong German beer uh, named Bach because that's the name of a billy goat, and so it's got a kick to it. That's ah, truth too. That I'm true. holding up my. He's holding up. He's not. He's not doing. <laughs> it's a strong. It's a stronger beer, and this is just a backflip stronger beer. Yeah, this is times two or times or three times. And you throw in the maple syrup, like with Belgian beers, they'll throw in candy sugar to get more sugar to ferment. Yeah. With so the yeast doesn't just have to go through what you malted. It can also eat sugar to produce more alcohol. So it's a way of getting more alcohol into the system. Honoree, what do you think? I like it. She's got better things to do with her 12 bucks, I think, is the answer. No, not even that. <laughs> Although it is like a dollar and 40 cents per ounce. <laughs> um, no, I just, it's too sweet. It, it, yeah. It, it kind of tastes like teriyaki sauce. Okay. It's, yeah, it's a clobber yourself over the head sort of thing. Yeah. And, I mean, I would love to throw a piece of meat in this for, you know, two days. You should take the rest of it with you. There's nowhere to barbecue. I guess you could boil that. Nah. Nah. I just I want to I want to call him up, and I want to call up Jim Cook and go. So, what were you thinking? Like, where did this? Where 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 was this going? Well, everybody. If he jumped on the triple IPA bandwagon, he would be called a bandwagon jumper, right? And so he decided to invent the triple block. <laughs> There's a great photo of him from, it's got to be Brixton Beer Bulletin, of Jim Cook going out of the Tornado, taken a couple weeks ago when they had the Beer Distributors Conference, that looks like this total spy paparazzi photo (laughs) of him going, "Uh." (laughs) I was out drinking that night. Did you run into Jim? No, uh, the new Belgian people and dogfish head people and oh. all that. And I kept tapping the person, the the uh, the king of cans that I was with, going, "Who's that? Who's that? Who's that?" Right. <laughs> yeah, he's the king of cans now. <laughs> yeah, he is. That's right. And they're sponsoring a movie. What movie? It's some independent thing that's getting made that I forget what it's called, yeah. but it's on. If you you know if you're on his Facebook page, you can find. I don't it. have Facebook because Facebook is evil. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I, I posted. <laughs> I just don't care about people enough to know what they're doing every second of the day. Nor do I want them to know what I'm doing. I don't want them to know if I've posted a picture or if I'm going somewhere or if I've changed my. I've never <laughs> ever used it, so I got rid of mine. See, I I'm, just don't care. I'd rather call someone and be I've, like, "What are you doing?" I've, I've 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 stopped using it. I'll do it to to spy on my friends. But it's like you know, what are you doing now? I'm no longer po- I'm no longer posting anything to this, and that's my message now, or something like that. Yeah. 
don't know. And I, I actually found it, I was pretty surprised that it's as easy to get rid of friends as it is. Oh, yeah. And I went through, because at the beginning you're like, oh, you can be my friend, you can be my friend, you can be my friend, you can be my friend. And I'm like, I've actually never met you, you're not my friend anymore. Click. Yeah. For the <laughs> longest time, the, the, uh, the thing forced you to say, "How did you meet? How did how do you know this person?" Yeah, I was so, down. We hooked up. Yeah, so for the for the <laughs> ran, for the random that I didn't know, I always put we dated, and uh, generally what happened was that they would never say you know approve that because that's not really true. <laughs> but now we it doesn't hooked up. Now it doesn't. Now it doesn't say that anymore. Now there's no. I wonder what percentage of people actually are honest about that. Like, oh, yeah, I hooked up with this person, this person. Or yeah. how many people do it? Because they don't have, it's like the nondescript fallback. Like, oh, right. I don't care. <laughs> so oh, no, we hooked up to go to a movie. Or we hooked up yeah. to get a ride to work. No, we know what you mean. Yeah. yeah we, <laughs> you took an elevator ride, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> elevator ride. Okay. Uh, verdict on this. Uh, I would have to say if you're going to search out an expensive, uh, uh, well-crafted uh Beer in this range, sort of the the strange backflip beer. Yeah, I'd start with something else. <laughs> okay, so let's give an example of something. Uh, a shun beer. Hey, that's a good idea for a show. Hey, let's do <laughs> let's do a show about Russian River beers. Yes, right. Beers that nobody can get all across the country, or uh, <laughs> but are quite tasty. Yeah. Yes. Uh, or stuff from dogfish. Well, or stuff from stuff from dogfish, like uh, the the Pablo, the San Pablo. Pablo Picasso. Yeah, Pablo Picasso was an asshole. He was never an asshole. Dump, 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 dump. Um, the uh, the well, or just because it's hard as hell to get the beers from New Glarus. Yes, true. Uh, because those are. Uh, they're not backflip beers, but they are over-the-top fruity in flavor, and they're very, very good. Um, I think my expectation of this was not something so... Teriyaki-ish? Yeah, exactly. I, you know, you see the maple syrup on the back, and you're like, hey, this is going to be like waffles. Yeah, well, you And know- I wouldn't pour this on waffles. I think it would ruin the waffles. If they were meat waffles. I might pour it on rice. <laughs> Ooh, you know what this would be good on? No. Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> we should get we should go back to twenty one A, bring this bottle, pour it into a dish, and dip bacon into it. I think they might yell at you. Well maybe not you. No, because they're gonna be like, Hey, <laughs> hey, we want to try that. The guy over there wants to try that. Um I I'm gonna say that I well, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't do any research on this on this particular beer. Yeah. Uh prior to the show. And uh I'm gonna say Thumbs down. I gotta say, it's a, it's a, it's quite a leap. It is. You know, bravo! Oh yeah, <laughs> bravo for making it. Um, I think. You Sorry, were, Gladiator, you're going down. <laughs> I think you wasted your blue bottle and the fancy cork and the fancy cork. Although I would have liked also this to have mm. been a foil and not plastic. Yeah, that's the one thing on this whole because the presentation is very nice and the sort of you know whatever sort of plastic stuff it is. I'd right. rather have it be fo- uh, uh, foil or wax. wax At first when I saw it, because of the shape, yeah, it looked, it looked like, like wax. Like it was uh, from that era. Although, i got to tell you, if you're drunk and you're trying to get the wax off the top of a bottle like Brother David's, yeah. that one, I think it was a silver at the GABF. There's a list around here somewhere. 
I I, uh, I listened to the uh, the BN podcast live. Uh, also, I'm I'm pretty excited if we can go into a little GABF wrap up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a brew pub that I went to a couple of times in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh-huh. That my great friend from college, Lisa, and her husband live in Wilmington, and that's like their local place to go to. Iron, uh, Iron Hill. Yeah, Iron Hill. Um, when I was there, I'm like, you know, they're like all apod- apologetic. Like, oh, yeah, this is the place we've got, and, you know, it's not as great as any of your places. And I went there, and I'm like, wow, this is a really, no, this is a really, really good place, and I'm not just saying that. And uh, they cleaned up at the GABF. They do a lot of stuff where they stick their beer in barrels, and they make really big, really big, strong uh, beers. And for what they were doing when I was out there, I'm like, this is really good stuff. And it's like every, every, uh, it's like Iron Hill, Wilmington, Delaware. Bless you. Right by the minor league ballpark in Wilmington, down by the water. And a shout out to uh, to uh, Chris and I always forget. I always and I'm sorry. I always forget his assistant's name at Chelsea Piers in New York City. They won. I forget what category they won in, but I think Chris wins every year for something. Chris Sheehan and they do not give me this as a searchable file. Yeah, it's a PDF, uh, which is not helping helping us any time. But uh, <laughs> no, here it is. It's a uh, a rye beer, which is called Rogan Beer from Iron Hill Brew. Rogan Beer. Rogan Beer. We are back to the German words. Yeah, we're back to the German words exactly. Pyramid. Pyramid. Those guys did well. Boulevard, Durango. Your Dan Brewery won, I think, two prizes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dylan Dan Brewery. <laughs> Shout out to those guys. Which is when John went into seclusion for a while, he was he was in whatever town the Dylan Dan Brewery is in. In Dylan. At the bottom of the hill, if you've ever driven uh, Interstate 70, and you, you leave Denver, and you go up to cross the Rockies, and you go through the, the, the tunnel at the top of the hill that's like a mile long, and then you come down the other side of the hill, and it was uh, me and uh, three of my other fat friends, and we were behind uh, me and two other folks, and we're in the rental car, and the downhill, it's a long ride downhill, and the brakes were starting to go out on the rental car. Uh, it was the car was just starting to really mess up, and we're like, "We're going to make it." But yeah, the, the town of Dillon is it the town of Dillon? Yeah, the, town of Dillon. It's the bottom of the hill after you're driving downhill for like ten miles, and relentlessly downhill. It's all down. It's not like Interstate 80 coming out of Tahoe where you go up, down, up, down. This is just down, 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 down the whole way. So. Yeah. Sew buttons on your britches. That's I'm going to say. say that this year's winners were not stacked to Northern California like they were last year. I was going to say something, but I'm going to reserve that comment. What? <laughs> say it. No, 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 no. What? Bear, Pug- Bear Republic. Yeah. For the beer sounded interesting, too. The Bohemian-style Pilsner. They yes. got bronze. I like... Get me to Healdsburg. We don't have a car. Oktoberfest Firestone Walker Brewing Company in Paso Robles. It's probably only a $400 cab ride. There's a train to Paso Robles, at least. No, to... uh, Yeah, that's where our friend got off the train when I was coming down for your graduation. And uh, it was Zeki... Not Zeki. Ziggy? Your, Your cousin. 
whose name Ziggy. yeah and your sister and I and then this girl who just graduated high school or something who was with us from Oakland down to uh, down to Paso Robles and she was meeting up with some bohunk who was driving out from Bakersfield to take her to uh, his family's cabin by this by Lake Nasa Tiempo <laughs> so when she got off the train we all went over to the windows to try and see who this guy was uh uh, hey, Rock Bottom Brewery got one. Rock Bottom got a, got a couple, I think. Or no, it was uh, yeah, it was Rock Bottom that got a couple. And this one is La Jolla. I mean, they're all in La Jolla, but La Jolla, California. Yay! Fancy. I've been to that brewery. That would a good. We, that's the place that was right next to the hotel. Yeah, that was right. It's that's the place where we should have gone for dinner. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so one last thing about the Sam Adams, and I'm going to shut, shut up about it is that this. This beer would actually age really well. I'm going to say that if you put it somewhere far away in the back of your fridge and let it sit there for 10 years, might be interesting at the end of that time. Like my, uh, they will be, no, they'll only be 20, I have a 24-year-old bottle of Anchor Holiday. That ought to be. I might have to break those out. You know, I've never had a reason to break those out. I might have to break those out for the Christmas beer show. Nice. Oh, that yeah. We I can, think I have some surprises. Um, we can do a vertical of twenty-year-old uh, anchor holiday. Wow. We should see if we can get some people for that. I don't want to share. I don't want to share either. <laughs> we'll share with Honoré. Yay! <laughs> All right. So the homework. The homework is beer. It's my line. <sighs> So, the best part about beer school is... The homework. The homework is beer. <laughs> Better. Um, your next five beers should be something that's a stretch. Should be something that you've never tried before. Like, we've never tried the uh, the Sam Adams beer. That was a brand new thing. Uh, something that you know that you don't like. Like, so, for example, the Arrogant Bastard. Not always a fan of it, but I have it once in a while to remind myself why I don't have Arrogant Bastard all the time. Actually, I was going to... Could you shove the bottle this way a little bit? Yeah. Thank you. Seek out and find some homebrew, because that's always a good thing. And revisit a beer that you probably don't drink enough of, like... <laughs> Rattenberger! Or... <laughs> Or well, I was going to say is Negro Modelo. I really like the beer, but I don't. It's not something that I seek out. So that's the homework. I'm meeting a friend for burritos uh, sometime this weekend. I'm going to make it a point to make sure to get a Negro Modelo with my burrito. Nice. <laughs> well, the arrogant bastard really got toned down after drinking the. Yeah, I got it lock. to clean my palate off the. Wow, it's actually lock. a very different beer. <laughs> the second time around. <laughs> I still got some. I still got some triple Bach. You on my still glass. got some Bach in your glass. Uh, that's what I know. Teriyaki American bastard. Oh. There you go, teriyaki bastard. I had a lot of sushi this week. I had some sushi. I'd Why sushi, do you keep talking about this? I had sushi three times this week. No uni though. No uni. Oh, yeah. Uni's got to be done right, otherwise it's uh, it's horrible. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, for all those people who asked me what the secret word was and I've never gotten back to you in email, it's because I don't remember what the secret word was. Because <laughs> I always get, I get three requests. There's the Baron Bunny joke. 
Oh uh, yeah, our, uh, the bus driver wanted wanted that. And the and the yeah, I'll get, I'll get that out. And then there's the the dog joke. Isn't that my other one? The dog joke. Yeah, the dog joke. The dog joke. What's your dog joke? Well, I can't tell you on the air. <laughs> okay. Then no one will have any th- reason to ride um, a motor. And then there's my my new word, which I still think my new word was was your bougie. Word, word, your new word was awesome. I forget what my new word was. It was like see out or something like that. Yeah, I <laughs> I have to figure out that. That was probably on the rock and roll show that I haven't listened to yet. <sighs> but uh, the rock and roll show. But uh, uh, the rock and roll show cracked me up when I was listening to it. Um, if anybody wants wants to send in a message and say, "Hey guys, I can get these beers. Which one should I buy?" I'll respond to that one if you say, "Here's what's available." Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean that's that's easy. We kind of don't know what what's in your what's in your. I work for my, you know, I I work for myself, so I'm on email at my computer all the time. That's true. True. (laughs) (laughs) I used to like you. (laughs) So I think we only have one last thing to say on beer school, and that is class dismissed. We should put a link to Hogan's Heroes videos on the, the site. Oh, on, on YouTube.com slash Beer School? Oh, no, to, to Amazon. So, you know, you can get the complete first season of Hogan's Heroes. And then also have a link to Autofocus. What's Autofocus? It's the it's the movie about the uh, Bob Crane. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Really, really movie. If you were a fan of Hogan's Heroes as a child, it really sort of twists you when you watch the movie. Because he's like a sex addict or something, right? Yes. Yeah. Well not, stated. Not, not like a sex addict. <laughs> yeah. Not like a. Yeah. Is a. Is was a, a. Is a. Or was a. Excellent. I like Hogan's Heroes. I loved Hogan's Heroes. My father's nickname was Colonel Clink. <laughs> Good nickname. <laughs> sure it was. My dad. My dad was uh, was uh, asked to join the American Legion. She's thinking, "Well, you you were in World War II." And he goes, "Yeah, but I'm not qualified to join the American Legion." <laughs> we'll make you an honorary member. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> oh no, my my buddy Jaime and I. Whenever we go into into bars, or when we go, we travel for football games. We go to some places that are not as Enlightened, just the Bay Area, and if you start talking to people in bars, every now and then they'd start to get around to something that would bother his, you know, Native American Mexican heritage, and I would just pipe up and I go, "Okay, I got a question for you." In parens, not spoken, you big stupid redneck. Uh, whose father was born in this country and whose father wasn't born in this country? They go, "Oh, his father obviously wasn't born here." I'm like, eh, "Wrong." <laughs> His dad was born in Idaho. Where was your dad born? My dad shot at Americans. <laughs> Actually, shot at, he didn't shoot at people, but he fought Russians. <laughs> he was on the Russian front. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the the forever joke about getting deported to the Russian front. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he was in that joke. Oh, yeah. I remember, I uh, as all of you know, I don't know that 18-sided die are impossible, and I wasn't really a Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> thing. But I had one game like that uh, called Panzer Blitz, uh, where you you know you do you different. Got, you got you've got uh, the hexagons. You get the hexagons and all that stuff, and uh, 
my buddy Kevin and I would play. He had a couple of games, so I bought this one, and it was different campaigns on the on the uh, on the Russian front in World War Two. Uh. And in the first in the first couple of years of the campaign, you could basically roll any number and crush all the Russians. <laughs> but then as it went on, it got really hard to be the Germans. <laughs> you have to roll a seven on the die. There is no seven on the die. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> How's yeah, it? it's like here's your Panzer tank, and you're rolling against somebody with a with a uh, horse cart. Pretty much, tank wins. Mm-hmm. It's much like, uh, but when you run out of gas, tanks don't win. No, tanks <laughs> tanks don't even. They're not even good uh, armor no. against other things. Because pretty much, somebody can run up to the tank without fear, drop whatever they need to drop on the tank, and then run away. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much whoever's in the tank is not going to have a good day. Well, it's like uh, in the world's greatest World War II movie ever. 1942. 1941. Uh, where they <laughs> the sequel, like flour or whatever inside the tank. <laughs> 1941. That movie is so hilarious. We've never ta- seen, you've never seen it's, it's the quiz. Name Steven Spielberg's uh, four, four World War World. II movies. Nobody ever remembers 1941. It had uh, both Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. I think it was it was before Blues Brothers. It was before. I thi- no, was it was after. after. It was okay. one movie after, and everyone thought that it was going to be Blues Brothers because those two were in it. But they didn't even really interact much at all. Nope. Ned Beatty. It was also, and I think we talked about this last week. It's back when you, before you had computers, and so uh, amazing models. And they actually pushed. Uh, this will throw throw off the movie, but you'll figure it out as soon as the movie starts. They pushed an entire two story house into the Pacific Ocean. Cool. It's cool. It's a real boy movie. I can see so. Yeah. Lots of, <laughs> there's lots of dancing in it, though. <laughs> yes, the sort of uh, West Side Story uh, zoot suit riot sort of yep. thing. <laughs> I got to tell you, you do the disapproving look much better than your sister. <laughs> I'm just saying, the West Side Story didn't have zoot suits. <laughs> I know. I'm confused. Okay. They had the Bloods and Crips in West Side Story, right? They were the Sharks and Jets, but yes. Okay. <laughs> but the Sharks play hockey and the Jets play football. <laughs> That's why there's a rivalry. <laughs> oh, Hillary. Uh, Hillary. <laughs> I'm <you>. sorry. <laughs> She's the one that doesn't get carded. Honorary. I don't get carded. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the West Side Story mashup that makes a trail makes it into a zombie movie? No, yeah. but I would like to. <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty cool. It's a it's it's a two and a half minute long trailer that takes the takes the movie and makes it into a zombie movie. Sweet, very. You should email it to me. Cricket, cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I just like those. those hey, moments. kid, quit playing with the crickets. <laughs> <laughs> I like those moments, and I like to let them sort of just bleed on as long as they need to. That's why we're better than all the other podcasts. What other podcasts? Because we're real. <laughs> <laughs> we're real. We keep it real. 